The bathroom is where you start your day and end your day. On today's episode of the Budget Babe podcast, my friend Diane Kazan and I talk about her business, Bathroom in a Box, and how it will make remodeling your bathroom easier for you and how remodeling your bathroom can improve your overall quality of living. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Budget Babe Podcast. This is Ella, and I'm here to talk about living your best life without breaking your bank. Welcome back to the Budget Babe Podcast. I'm so excited because I have my friend with me, Diane Kazan, and Diane Kazan is the founder and owner of Bathroom in a Box. She taps into the DIY market in a groundbreaking way, and if you're looking to remodel your bathroom, Diane is your gal. So she considers Bathroom in a Box an industry disruptor, and she offers DIYers the design solution. And she has started this business because she sees that a lot of people want to save some money, but also want to save time shopping from store to store. She's able to provide you the design that you want with fewer steps in the process, a fewer headache. Um, Before starting Bed in the Box, she designed, sold, and managed the remodels of hundreds of kitchens and bathrooms for Lowe's customers in Tennessee, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. And while doing this, she quickly realized a need for bathroom in a box. So if her customers come and shop for the construction portion, she found herself helping them design their bathrooms as well. Before that, she worked for Ford Credit and Subaru of America in management, and this gave her the skills that you can learn from a large corporation. But she quickly learned that she could not apply her skills the way she wanted to working within a corporation. In addition to all this experience, she has a degree in interior design from Drexel University. So that is the core of where she learned about design along with the experience. A bathroom in a box offers designs, and these are designs alone, starting from $19 and up to $79 for larger, more detailed designs. And she's got a variety of wide styles, ranges, colors and so many budgets and she's able to create and compose the design plans and she will do all the shopping for you from a wide range of retailers and she's going to be able to work with you. So based on your needs for bathroom modeling, she will be the person to help you find those needs and to get the perfect bathroom for you. So again, saving you a lot of time, you don't need doing a DIY project. You don't have to worry about contractors coming into the house, but we'll cut into the interview. And she is talking about, to begin with, what has inspired her to start Bathroom in a Box and how Bathroom in a Box is going to make, basically change the DIY market. So give it a listen. They leave out the shower. They leave out the tile. They leave out the surround. They leave out the flooring. That's, they don't offer all of those products in order to pull together. Pinterest, another good opportunity. However, the challenge with Pinterest is you get some of the resources, you don't get all the resources. Oh my God, that's such a pretty bathroom. Where do I get that stuff? And then you go down 10 different rabbit holes to find the answer, which you may or may not ever find. In fact, I had um, a customer who's with uh, Snapchat and she's like way up there with Snapchat. And it was fascinating to talk to her for all the things that are changing with Snapchat to try and broaden the appeal because it's known to be something more of a teenager, 20 something. She said she found something on Pinterest 
And it, she said it just took her forever to get to the resource. Where did that come from? Who sold that? Who can sell that? So she complimented me and said, bathroom in a box is a perfect solution because it gives you the answers, not just, oh, it's a pretty picture. Oh, it's a pretty tile. Oh, it's a pretty bathtub. Where do I, where do I go to get that? That's, that's, the, con that's the contradiction um, with Pinterest. And Pinterest is great. It, it's done wonders for me, but they don't provide, they provide the pretties. They don't provide the answers. Yeah. And you're looking to kind of tap into the Pinterest market. Correct. To be able to sell designs on Pinterest because bathrooms, bathrooms are actually more complex than kitchens. They also have more SKUs, if you will, more products. If you count funny things like a transition, a tub lock, grout, grout sealer. And again, that's what, that's what makes them more complicated and more daunting. They're also typically small spaces. Uh, a lot of general contractors don't necessarily want to get involved in a simple powder room or hall bath because it just doesn't allow them to make enough money, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, I mean, DIYers, you get that pride of completion. Um, in fact, I have an Instagram post coming up on the five reasons to do a DIY. You know, it's less invasive. You can control the outcome. You can do a change order without implications to a contract. It gives you the opportunity to shop and adjust and, and make changes without implications to um, a price point necessarily. Yeah. And I think the other unique thing about not think about, it is true, with Bathroom in a Box, we provide designs that run the gamut from transitional contemporary Japondis, a new design type, Scandinavian, boho, farmhouse, beach, and so on. But the other unique aspect is when you purchase a design plan, in turn, you get a shopping list that comes in your mailbox. That's where the name came from. So literally, it's not a bathroom coming in a box to your house. It's a plan with products with live links. Each little picture has a link, has a description, has a price. The majority of bathrooms in the U.S. are standard sizes. And we're not talking about a master bath. That may require a designer because they're more complex. But the typical hall bath is of a typical size. So I took the time to come up with a budget. One vanity, two light fixtures, 50 square feet of tile. And at the bottom is a budget number. So yes, it probably fluctuates 20 high, 20 low, but it gets you partially there. So instead of shopping a $2,000 product design, I might go with a 5,000 or a 10,000 because that's the range. And I think that's a really unique offer. So if you consider that a DIY bathroom remodel is made up of three components, design, products, labor, bathroom in a box, got the first two. You can yes. check those two boxes. You get your design, you get your budget, and then address the labor part of it. Yeah. And if you're anything like me, you want to be in charge of the project. You want to feel like you're over, you want to be in control of the labor. You want to basically be the person that is installing that bathroom because you have more control over that than if you were to have somebody come into your house. You don't know what time they can come in. You don't know what time they're going to be able to, you don't even know what exactly what they're doing when they're in your house either. So if you've got, you know, a crazy schedule, the DIY is the route that you want to take. And if you're right. It's a very invasive process. And I do in the marketplace here in Franklin, Tennessee, Brentwood do have real customers that have real projects. And we're talking about in, in, at least in this County, a master bathroom finished one that was $67,000. 
And, and it, was, it was rather unique, but regardless, it was still 67,000. So to your point, you're able to control the quality because you set, you know, you set your backer board, which goes straight to stud and then add the thin set, then the tile. But was there anything that they hid? Was there any like water damage they didn't address? Were there any shortcuts they took? Because there's so many water implications in the bathroom that need to be, was the plumbing set correctly? And yeah, and sometimes I think, no offense, sometimes contractors can take shortcuts. So to yeah. your point, as the labor person, you're gonna make sure it's done right. Exactly. And tell us about the budget ranges that you work with. So the least expensive bathroom, for example, would be simply a vanity, still tile on the floor. Again, the DIY person's doing that, but in order to keep the budget incredibly low, it could be an acrylic shower pan with an acrylic shower surround and then a shower door. That's the least expensive. And you can buy products and get a bathroom done for around 2000 as the lowest, as far as I've come up with. Now you still have to add, you still have to add things like your, your building materials, thin set transition, grout, but I'm talking about the main core items. Most DIY people know that there's other building components to make a bathroom. I'm providing the pretty stuff. Yeah. that work that works but i can go up as high as i think i have one design that that is fifteen thousand dollars in materials and when i do a design i'm not going to do a three thousand dollar vanity with an eighteen hundred dollar acrylic shower surround it's going to be tile surround if it's a three thousand dollar vanity so i'm really conscientious about keeping products within a certain outcome as far as price does that make sense yeah absolutely and another thing too is changing your bathroom is going to instantly add so much value to your home because that is the first place you spend your day and the last place you spend your day. And if you're looking to sell your home, you want a nice bathroom. I read somewhere that women, and I agree with this, are more likely to patronize, shop, or eat at a restaurant that has a nice bathroom than they will anywhere else. And I believe that about the home too. You're going to love your home more if you love your bathroom. True, because to your point, that, that is where you start your day. That is when you where you end your day. Kitchens, on the other hand, are so much different. They're communal, they're friends, they're family. Yeah. Bathrooms are private spaces where you can um, get recharged. We have a line of candles, by the way, that that concentrates on relax, energize, rejuvenate. So they're action words to, to spirits, not the scent. But each candle, and they're made locally, has a description so you know what the scent is. It's just the word for the candle. The name for the candle is a, is a verb. Oh, you are speaking my language because I love candles. Yeah, um, and you'll have to, we'll, we'll have your Instagram in the link and you'll have to give <clears throat> us just a link to get to your candles, get to your bathroom, and then just your biography overall. We'll provide a link in the podcast notes as well. You know, as, as, as daunting as it was to work for Lowe's, I also have to say thank you to Lowe's because they haven't picked up on this idea. Their, their primary goal is simply to sell products, not to connect. They don't, they, by the way, they don't have the program anymore. Um, but the point is that it just provides an opportunity for customers to get the outcome, even if they choose to shop at Lowe's. And keep in mind too, coming out of the Lowe's environment, 
I don't know. I actually was going to try and do the math on this, probably thousands of bathrooms. So I do consider my expert myself an expert in all facets from design, from the rough plumbing, from the rough electric, any of the finish. That's that's my expertise. That's my background. That's where I choose to spend my daytime time every day and then also in the future. And you can't imagine how many how many places I shop in order to put these designs together. It could be, sometimes they're Lowe's centric, sometimes they're Home Depot centric to try and make it less complicated. But regardless, I can shop Serena and Lily, a vanity, a vanity, Ove, um, Ove, that's O-V-E, Decor, Build, Lowe's, um, Sherwin-Williams for Paint, Paragold, uh, Birch Lane, it just endless, endless sources to in order to do this. So I'm a kind of a professional shopper, professional yeah. designer, professional remodeler. And a so lot of people, are. when they want to remodel, they may have a big idea in mind, but they don't know exactly what they want. So you're getting into the mm -hmm. details. So it's sort of an industry disruptor. Instead of saying, hi, um, you're my new interior designer, and I'm going to tell you all about my lifestyle and my house and my budget, which I don't really know what the budget is because I don't know what things cost, but put this all together for me, and I'm like, sure, I'm happy to, for which I'll charge that person somewhere between $2,500 to $3,500, depending on complexity. Instead, the industry disruptor piece of it is all these designs are already done, so you're shopping design, so it's sort of like, here's the solution before you even ask. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Saving time. So that makes it different. And, and not to minimize a DIY person because I advertise in a local magazine and she and her husband, she's the owner of the magazine. She and her husband live in probably three quarter of a million, but they still want to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. Now they may not do every aspect of it themselves, but they're not going to hire a designer. So she's shopping. She shopped on my site. And they might sub out the plumbing, for example, but they, they still want to control the process. They don't want to turn it over to a construction general contractor. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to go back. I really like the term industry disruptor because some of the best businesses, most successful business out there were industry disruptors. Uber, they disrupted the cab industry. Airbnb disrupted the hotel industry because people like to be more in control of the decisions that they make mm -hmm. and also it gives other people everyday chances to make extra money so i always love to follow the industry disruptors you just more fun isn't it yeah it is it's always fun to see how the business is changing and i really do think your bathroom in a box is going to be a pioneer for a new industry in the diy market I feel the same and yeah, and I like industry disruptors as well because I, I feel that bathroom in a box is one of those ideas if we fast forward, let's say three years or five years and you know it, it's experiencing the success that I feel will get us there and it's almost going to be like, oh, oh man, how did you come up with that idea? That's really clever. I think it's one of those ideas yeah. that we all experience through a lifetime. Wow. How did you come up with Gatorade? How did you come up with this or that? And I know so many people locally that they 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 develop like a piece of something that contributes to a better outcome, 
whatever that is. And, and that's what bathroom in a box is. It's just, oh, there's a problem. Oh, here's a solution. It's so simple, but it's so, it's so clever at the same time. Yeah. It's making people's lives easier. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, part of it is to try and keep the price reasonable. So the least expensive design plan costs 19. I believe the most expensive is $79. So it's almost sort of, if you're shopping on Pinterest, sort of an impulse. Well, what's gosh, if I spend $39 and I get those products and I know where to buy them and how much they cost and what the total is, doesn't that, didn't that just save me a lot of shopping, a lot of online shopping um, and aggravation just like that for $39. So try to keep the price reasonable for a DIY person. I love that. Well, tell us about your journey just as an entrepreneur. What are some advice you have for other entrepreneurs out there, someone with an idea and wants to start their own business? I think two words, and I actually took that from um, that television show, Sons of Anarchy. That's where this term came from. And the term is adjust and adapt because everything, every day, you look back on something you did two weeks ago and like, ah, that didn't really work. It just didn't look good. And I think the advice would be just do something and then let it, let it sort of simmer and see if people appreciate it, understand it, buy it, have interest in it. But you look back on what you did a year ago and you're like, what was I thinking then? And my example is, I don't remember his name, the guy who um, started Netflix and he was in an interview I saw and he said, Netflix is nothing like I thought it was going to be nothing. No, it used to be nothing like rent a DVD through the mail. Mm -hmm. But consumer interest sort of pushes you in a specific direction. Test this, look at this, you know, be proud of what you do. And so what? It wasn't as best you could do. Big deal. Move on, do something else. So all these, I, I feel that people who are successful, you have no idea what their journey was and how much work they put in, how much effort, how much money they spent. It all looks easy when it, when it hits the tipping point and becomes something big. Yes. But, you know, this is all I do pretty much is, is bathroom in a box. And gosh, I'm just working and evolving. So if you really think it's a good idea and you've spoken with people who you trust and they feel it's a good idea, then I have to say, just stick with it. Just stick with it. Yeah. Just go with it. And for me, for me, the challenge was, what is it? Because it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't exist in the marketplace, then how do you explain it? It's like having a landline. And now I came up with the idea to do a cell phone. Well, what is it? I don't get it. I explain it to me. It's so simple. It's dumb. So that's what, you know, that's been the challenge of bathroom in a box. I don't have any competition. No, not like this. Not like this. No, not yet. I think you will soon. Well, I kind of hope so because then, then we can help push the whole, the whole concept because I have to, I have to do the keywords to push the SEO to, to get the message out there. Yeah. That's on me. That means there are so many people. I feel like if you have an idea, that means there's so many people looking for what you're doing. So my account executive with my SEO company brought up a good point. If this concept doesn't exist, then people aren't asking for it because they don't know what to ask for. Really? Okay. 
Does it make sense? So yeah. it's not like you're saying, oh, DIY design plans. Well, it doesn't exist. So they might type DIY, they might type, type design, but they're not, they're not shopping for it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or they just don't know that they're looking for it. Yeah. Yeah. And then they land on it. It's like, oh, look at this. Yeah. This is clever. This is, this is what I need. You know, and I try to put, a, I put a lot of effort into the designs, the mood boards, which is kind of an industry term. I spend a lot of time on them and I'm constantly adjusting and adapting to the appearance, the look. I'm also very conscientious because we have big supply chain problems now because of COVID. And I'm constantly, it's always the vanity that I have issues with. So I'm always going back to older designs, checking, is that vanity still available? If not, I have to insert another one and change the plan. So I'm very conscientious about that. But yeah. some of the more expensive, more varied design plans might have like five or six different vendors. Isn't that fun instead of being stuck with Lowe's or Home Depot? I mean, wow, I've never seen that. Oh, look, it's a dip tie stool from Serena and Lily. Oh my gosh, look at that cute basket. Look at that cute shower curtain look at that oh I've never seen that tile before yeah. that's that's sort of the fun of putting a design together it's so much fun and it's less overwhelming for the customer than walking into a Lowe's and figuring it out I can't tell you how many times so when we were trained at Lowe's we were told to wander each aisle let's go down the lighting aisle let's go down the paint aisle let's go down plumbing aisle the vanity aisle and I quickly realized that customers didn't want to do that. That was very overwhelming. They couldn't, they couldn't hold the tile. And then we moved over to the lighting aisle and they couldn't remember what was that tile. And you can't always pull a light fixture off the wall and stick it in your cart to show someone. So I would bring everything to my space and I would give them two or three tile choices, two or three lighting, two or three vanities. And I had people say, thank you for that. Three choices is enough. And honestly, for the typical customer even for me shopping I don't want too many choices I tend to shop brands because I know what to expect I don't nobody wants too many choices it's daunting and if the customer was really that selective yes they would hire a designer and then that designer would shop every wallpaper in the entire world to get the right outcome but generally three choices is enough and I'm giving customers a hundred hundreds of different choices because there's that many design plans. Absolutely. Well, and it's better for them to sit with you and to go over the design plans than walking through an entire store feeling overwhelmed and then going to that store back and forth over and over and over again. It's gonna I'm shopping for area rugs um, for my boyfriend's house. And I'm constantly educating him. Now notice this one has a medallion. This one has a border. Do you want that rug with a medallion because it's more formal? Do you want one without a border? So can you imagine, and I know what I'm doing and I'm trying to help him, let alone a consumer who has no, like why, why doesn't, why don't DIYers deserve a nice bathroom? They do. <laughs> I mean, they do. It's somebody that wants to keep privacy in their house and to do their own bathroom without having contractors come in and out. And that's nothing against contractors, but everyone deserves a nice bathroom. And a nice song outcome. And I chose this. So perhaps they have to buy two plans to get to the right outcome. Or, you know, instead of choosing the blue paint, they chose the taupe paint. But regardless, and the other 
important piece of these bathroom designs is physically they work because because you can't put an 18 inch a 20 inch 21 inch vanity that's deep that ties together to a wall that's only 18 inches deep so all these things are made to work in concert with each other style proportion balance and scale all design constructs that are just basic design that's awesome well tell us this is a personal question but i ask everybody on the show tell us the one thing that you don't go cheap on would be the bedroom how you outfit your bed and your linens pillows throws and so on at one point i taught textiles at a design school here in franklin and the students just love that textile class because it was just so so much fun they learned about cotton and linen and wool and the fibers and what the properties were and there's so many choices in linens but gosh you spend so much time in your bed and i'm one of those people i get out of bed i make my bed so consider it like this when you make your bed in the morning now you've accomplished one thing just like that your bed is made you've checked one thing off your box and it's just a wonderful thing to see your beautiful bed and then you come home at night there's your beautiful bed and it's all made and it has beautiful linens which if taken care of properly should last a number of years but I that that would be my splurge is my bed and my linen. Yeah, I love that. I mine is mattresses because you spend <laughs> yeah. on it. Yeah. Get the nice linens. I mean, there's a lot. Of, I know mattress firm. If you go there, you get nice mattress. I'll tell you the nice pillows and the linens all together. Saving and it is, I mean, it takes up the most amount of space. It costs the most, if obviously with the mattress. And I was watching a program on um Netflix and it was called Stay Here. So it was a designer and a real estate guy working to help homeowners of rentals, personal rentals, a house, uh, Airbnb, to make more money. But first you have to put the money into the home to make it more attractive. And according to them, I mean, bed was almost, the, the bed was almost the number one item within the rental property. And it's true for high-end hotels. It's all about the bed. Yes. Then the shower. That's what it draws you to. They want to draw you to a nice bed. They want you to feel comfortable. They just, I know they, I know they all use white, white linens in every hotel that I stay in. And I think not to get into the color, color palettes, but the color palettes are changing off white. There's more color being introduced. And for me personally, bathrooms, kitchen spaces that have a better color variety photograph better. So that's probably something I'm thinking of as well. Mm-hmm. I love it. Well, is there anything else that you would like to tell our audience or anything that you'd like for us to know? No, but I, you know, appreciate any, you know, feedback. If someone purchases, this would be great. Purchase a design, implement the design, send us back some photos, some comments. That would be great. That would be fun to know because then I can promote your outcome on the website for other people who might say, I, you know, I don't know if I want to try this. Oh my gosh, but look at their outcome. That's beautiful. So that would encourage other customers. So that feedback would be appreciated. Yes, awesome. And then go ahead, everyone, and go to Your Bathroom in a Box on Instagram. Check out Diane's designs. Let her know what you think. And for many of you who own homes, I know a lot of you bought houses that you're remodeling. 
let her know. Look at her designs and she can get you started in the right direction. So Diane, thanks so much for joining us. This was so much good information. This was such a treat. I'm really excited to see what your bathroom in a box does in the next few years. And I'm so glad that you wanted to come on the show today. Well, and I appreciate your time as well. It's always fun. It's always fun. Yes, it really is. I feel like we learn a lot from each other. At least I learned a lot from you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I can't, I, I guess I just can't talk to enough people just, just to hear what they have to say. And I'm always curious, what is that you do? And people just do such fascinating things today. They, they really do. It's like, oh, that's so clever. That's so interesting. It's, it's a unique industry. I was in the, mm-hmm. I was in the dentist yesterday and he kept asking me about my full-time job and having <laughs> to explain that to him as he was flossing my teeth. It just, <laughs> Like finish flossing my teeth and then I'll explain it to you. (laughs) It's hard to carry a conversation with a dentist. (laughs) Everyone's job is so unique. Yeah. It's, I think maybe dentists should just be okay with us not talking to them. (laughs) That's just my opinion. But again, they're just trying to be friendly, but yeah, I was funny because I was trying to explain to my dentist yesterday what I was doing for a living and he was all over my mouth. So I couldn't talk. <laughs> but to your point, it's always interesting to hear, hear what everybody does because you can know a general consensus about their job. But a lot of people, when they tell you, especially entrepreneurs, when they tell you what they do, there's an element of passion that you get to hear. And being able to talk about doing what you love, true, talk about your mission true. and your goal is just super empowering. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Yeah. And it's great to be here in the Nashville market because Nashville is yes. just so amazing. So amazing. I've, I've learned in Nashville that if you have a dream, so many people are going to be willing to help you out. So many people for you. I know when I started the podcast, our friend Liz invited me to join a referrals group and be able to present and talk about my podcast to her group. And there's so many connections like our book club and a lot of lunch and learns and networking referral groups where everybody helps each other out. And that's just incredible. Yes. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being on the show. And we look forward to seeing more from you in the near future. All right. Sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Take care. Hey again, it's Ella from Budget Babe Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love it. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a review, letting me know what you think. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram, Ella Konomic, E-L-L-A-C-O-N-O-M-I-C. I would love to connect with you and hear what you think. Thanks again.